Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. that are viewing by live stream, you don't want to be left out of that. You don't want to be left out of that. You know, I, Pastor Zona did that so graciously, I would be in your face. <laughs> but let me tell you, one of the mistakes that we've made, and it's a political, it's a political situation, is to take those that are rich and pivot them against those that are not as rich and vice versa. And we think those that are rich don't have a job. Hello? How many of you know living sometimes is just a job? Okay? So don't, don't misunderstand that. All of us Yes, as financial status changes, your job may be shifting, but you still have one. Okay? Amen? Amen. Now, I'm going to do it a little bit different than what Pastor Zona said, and that includes those that are viewing by live stream. If you don't have a job, I'm going to give you one today. Turn to your neighbor and say, how much are you going to pay? It depends on how, much you do, how well you do this job. Your job is to get one. <laughs> when you get one, it's going to determine how much you get paid. Amen? Yes. Glory to God. I'd like to say, uh, let's, uh, let's celebrate our 180, our youth. That's our, we're going to dismiss them at this moment. They dismiss and go into their small groups. And we appreciate them. We appreciate those that uh, lead them, and uh, we got some great leaders with our youth, and we're thankful for that, and you need to be praying for them, uh, not just the youth, but also the leadership to touch them. Glory to God. Now, I'm going to let you sit, sit down in a minute, but you're going to appreciate you standing up while I talked. Uh, next Sunday, I'm going to make an announcement. Next Sunday. Everybody say Next Sunday. I'm going to give you a little responsibility. Next week, all week long, is Law Enforcement Appreciation Week. If you know someone that's in law enforcement, whatever branch, and you can invite them to be here, we're going to honor them next Sunday. And uh, if you've got somebody that's in law enforcement and they can be here, bring them. If you don't, we'll invite a, a stranger next time you get pulled over. Okay? Glory to God. Just invite them. We want to honor you for pulling me over. <laughs> 
You saved my life probably. Oh my God. Okay. Just invite them next Sunday. We want to honor them. This is really something that is very, it's biblical, number one. Dishonor to law enforcement is anti-Bible. And this month, we were, were the whole subject, both in the children's ministry, the youth ministry, here in the auditorium, this whole, this whole month, we've dedicated to, uh, this, these services to that subject matter, honor. And uh, so we want to honor law enforcement next week. Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you, Lord. You've already refreshing our soul. We feel it. We know it. And Lord, we thank you right now. We thank you for the, your word. Your word is incorruptible, indestructible. And we thank you, Father, as it enters into our hearts, as we give place to it. We thank you, Lord, it's going to reproduce in our hearts and our minds, and it's going to transform our lives. We'll never be the same. And Lord, we take all of our cares, all of our anxieties, we cast them over on you. We open up our hearts and we clear out our minds. And Father, we thank you for the entrance of the word bringing light and understanding. As far as I'm concerned, give me accurate words and give me correct thoughts to, to convey understanding. We give you the praise and thanksgiving for this time together in Jesus' name, amen. Over to God. You may be seated. We want to, I do want to say this. We do thank you for all those that support uh, the Word of God here and what we do. We want to say thank you. You could invest somewhere else, but you invested in here, and we're, we're grateful for that. Thank you. That includes those that are viewing by live stream uh, because a lot of times there are people, we've had people from different countries, we've had people from different states view by live stream. And uh, we want to say thank you. Well, praise God. We're going to talk about honor, holy respect, part two. Part two. And uh, let me just say this, that honor would be defined as something that <clears throat> is highly valued. It's valued. When you honor something, it's valued. Or someone... It's valued, and it has to do with prizing something. Time, this, it, it, it's, a, it's a Hebrew or a Greek word where we'll, we'll be reading, and it, it has time associated with it. Time, uh, honor is not something that you once. Pastor Zona mentioned it, honor uh, comes from the heart. I've had people that have gone to church, and I'm going to give you an example. And since we've already received the tithe and offering, it, you'll know that I'm not taking another offering. Okay. But I've had people say, well, I know that the Bible says tithe, and I believe in tithing. Believing in tithing and tithing is two different things. And it, just because you believe in something doesn't make you a tither. And I've had people say, well, I believe in tithing. I know that it works and so on and so forth. But if you don't honor that by the obedience, always remember this, honor has obedience involved. 
And when I say obedience, we usually think of obedience as someone standing over, over the back of us, whipping us, making us do it. True honor. True honor. And obedience to that honor comes from the heart. It doesn't come from, from you know, someone making me do it. And sad to say, there are a lot of Christians that believe in tithing that are not tithers because they don't honor that word. Wow. That went real good. And then they'll stand up and say, well, I believe in it and I, I tithed once. You know, I tithed one time. Okay. Well, <clears throat> that doesn't make you a tither. That doesn't make you honor God's word because honor has time associated with it. Let me, let me give you an example. The Bible tells us to honor thy father and thy mother. To honor them. Now, it does mean obey them, right? But it doesn't just mean obey them because you're afraid to get caught if you don't. Are you following me? Now, there is a certain but. Respect has that fear in, involved. I love my dad. Let me give you an example. My dad was a very loving, loving man. In fact, uh, at times he's probably too soft. Now, don't tell my siblings I said this. He may have been too soft on me. But uh, when, when my older siblings, as they were growing up, he may have been a little bit rough on them, but he wanted to honor God in raising them. My point is, my dad was a very loving man, but I knew when I crossed the line. And he wasn't afraid of applying the force on the blessed assurance. He wanted to ensure my blessing. You follow me? My, my point is, just because I obeyed my parent, parents one time, doesn't mean that I obeyed them over time. Every rebellious child probably obeyed their parents once. Turn to your neighbor and say, I think he's talking about you. Okay, does that make that one obedience, does that make that one time obedience, does that make them honor God or honor their parents? No. It is over time and it's from the heart. Okay. I did learn something from my siblings. Not things not to do. So now that I'm going to move into this, I'm going to justify me. I learned to obey my, my dad a whole lot quicker than they did. I had a lot of examples. Don't do this. That's the advantage over the young, being the youngest. That's the advantage right there. My point is to help you to understand. God gives us the word of God. He tells us all the shortcomings 
of those that he mentions in the Bible, their lifestyle and so on and so forth. He mentions that. He doesn't hide it. Why does he do so? So we can learn. Now, why does he need you to learn? Because in learning, you know things to do and things not to do. There are rewards associated with honor. For one thing, for example, since we're going to do this next week, when you get pulled over, the worst thing you could probably do is start ranting and raving and cussing and throwing a fit at the police officer. And act like you're going to get out of the car and whip him. Or her. Okay. That would probably be deadly. Why would you blame a police officer for this officer for your, dis your dishonor? See, we got a screwed up society. They say the way, the way uh, down is up. I mean, the, the way up is down. And in reality, the Word of God says the way up is down. If you're going to be promoted, you've got to humble. It reminds me of a time that when I was in high school, I had a math teacher, and I never really liked algebra. I don't mind math. I just hated algebra. And uh, his name was uh, Mr. Williams. Mr. Williams, you know, he had a burr haircut, and, you know, he was kind of forceful, and he taught algebra. And I did not want, I had no respect for the subject matter. Math, I understood math, but I don't understand A plus B is supposed to equal a number. When you, A plus B... Okay? Doesn't come up with a number in my mind. Are y'all following me? Okay. So when you start adding the alphabet to numbers, I tuned out. And I disrespected the teacher. Okay? And I had a punishment in line. I was going to, there's a, there's a consequence to that dishonor, that disrespect. It's called test day. Are you following me? When I, I now history, man, history, being history, I like history. Okay? Because I had seven siblings that they had a history. You follow me? So I like learning from other people's mistakes. So history, it was a breeze. When it came, you know, I did, had great, I had great grades in math, but when it came to algebra, I didn't like it. So they thought, well, since that's the case, we're going to give you one year of algebra in two years. And Mr. Williams taught Related math one, and the second year, my sophomore year, was related math 
two. And combine them, that's one year of algebra. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm really telling I'm smart with numbers. I got a calculator. Especially now that I have, uh, you know, an iPhone. Here's my point. Disrespect has a consequence. Honor has a reward. Let's go back to honoring your parents. Didn't say your parents is right every time. That's not what it said. He said if you'd honor your parents, it'd go well with you. And you'll live long. Do you know that that's one of the Ten Commandments? And it's the first commandment, listen carefully, every commandment has a benefit associated with it if you obey it and honor it. But this is the first commandment that gives a specific promise associated with it. If you honor your father and mother, It'll be well with you and you will live long. Now, now listen carefully. Could that explain why it is possible for some people to die early? See, you have, to get, you have to let the Word of God renew your thinking, not people's religious opinions about what God said. It is very possible for a person to die before their time. Now, I know that we don't like to hear this, but do you want truth or you want religious fantasy? The truth is what sets you free. Religious fantasy keeps you in bondage. Honor and respect. When God says honor something and respect it, it's for the benefit of you. If you dishonor it and disrespect it, don't hold it in high esteem or value. It disgraces you. Now, I want you to get that. Any dishonor will be a disgrace to you. Now, what is disgrace? Well, it means that the influence that you would have gained by the honor is now gone. For example, again, my math class. That disrespect and dishonor for that class calls me not only to have to get two years, I mean, take two years to learn one year of algebra. Follow? Okay. And if I disregard the teacher, the authority, I'm just throwing that out there just for a moment, the authority, then guess what? I disgrace the influence of that teaching on my life. And therefore, I go out here and make all these stupid choices 
and can be manipulated easily and deceived because I dishonored. Are you following what I'm saying? It disgraces me. It, listen, that teacher is going to teach hundreds, maybe thousands of students. Some are going to honor, some are going to dishonor. The ones that honored that class and honored the teaching, guess what happened? They not only passed the class, but they may have went on to get, you know, excelled in some area that I didn't excel in. I disgraced myself. Are you following me? Any dishonor is a disgrace to myself. If, if I dishonor my parents, it doesn't matter whether they're worthy of it or not. You hear what I just said? It doesn't matter whether they're worthy of it or not. It has got nothing to do with their worthiness. If I dishonor my parents, I disgrace the influence of that promise. Now, why is this subject matter so important? Because our society, this generation that we live in, is excelling in dishonor. And if and whenever there's dishonor, always remember this. Corruption is involved. Did you hear that? We've got officials that are elected to office because we didn't honor the voting booth. And now it has been corrupted and manipulated Hello. And we have a whole society that can't tell what is truth. So when we dishonor, listen carefully, we dishonor the freedom that God has given us, we disgrace ourselves, and now we're out of God's influence in our society. Let's, let's take it to another area. I'm kind of talking now. I was going to teach now, but I'm kind of talking right now. Just hang with me. When you dishonor the most sacred blessing of all outside of making Jesus the Lord of your life, and that blessing is your offspring. When you dishonor that blessing, no wonder there is a disgrace towards individuals. You, you understand? You do know, you do know, if you understand history, true history, not manipulated history, you do know that abortion was started to eliminate what a superior attitude thought was inferior people. 
If you'll notice, most of the abortion clinics are in communities that we call minorities. And they will make you believe that they're there to assist and make life easier. No, what they've done is degraded your honor for the blessing of children. And it totally disgraces the family structure. The family structure is under attack. Now, don't misunderstand. I don't want anybody to think I'm talking about condemnation to those that have made mistakes and did not understand what I'm talking about. Because God is loving and forgiving. We've all, you know, you can dishonor your body. Eating the whole apple pie in one setting is dishonoring your body. Eating, uh, you know, a half a dozen donuts in one setting is dishonoring your body. Turn to your neighbor and say, I can see that on you. I, I'll give you an example. I'm, I'm kind of giving you, to, to, to try to set the stage for you, because I, I, I do want to read this to you uh, in just a minute. But recently, in my own personal life, I'm talking about me right now, so I'm not talking about anybody else. Okay? You need to be word-fed so you can be spirit-led. Sometimes we don't know the difference between the Holy Spirit talking to us and our flesh that has lust. And when I say lust, that means a desire. So it, it can include sexual, but it's not necessarily. And I noticed recently in my, I'm having trouble with my body. I was having trouble with it. And... Uh, One system affects another system in your body. And the doctor had already told me, whenever you start having this symptom, these, these type symptoms, you need to do away with uh, some coffee. You need to stay off of any kind of coffee and a lot of teas. And, uh, you know, I finally asked him about green tea. And he said, well, green tea may be the exception, but be careful. And here's what I was, why I'm saying that. Like I got up like a fool this morning. Listen carefully. And before I thought, I done drank one and a half cups of coffee. And I started having these symptoms. And <laughs> of course I'm in the bathroom. And my lightning fast mind says, did you hear anything that the doctor told you? Anything. Are y'all here? You did, we'll, we'll, we'll point it all to everybody's viewing by live stream. Pass it on back. And, and I said, Lord, forgive me. forgive me. He said, you did not honor what the doctor was saying. And you want prayer to make up the difference. You're, you're misusing prayer. 
Now what did I do? I dishonored my own body. Are you listening? Your body takes time to heal. Here's what we want to do. This is the kind of generation we live in. And the reason why I know, because I live in this generation. We want something to fix us temporary instead of a total transformation. Okay? And because we want that temporary fix, we never have a solution. We just now learn how to cope with a problem. And it all goes back to dishonor. Woo, shut me down. It's just like, you know, we all, we all want somebody in to... We want somebody in Washington to fix all of our problems. When the problem is you've dishonored your freedom, so therefore we're going to get someone up there that's going to get corrupted because we have dishonored our freedoms and they're going to get corrupted and going to take those freedoms away from you. Are you, are, are you understanding what I'm saying to you? Now, I'm talking about, I understand on the national scale, but I'm also talking to, about how it falls over into our individual lives. And we can take it into our family lives. See, a lot of times, as a pastor, being involved with the youth through the years, a lot of times parents came, and they want, can you do something? They want to bring our children and our, I'm going to use teenagers at this example. I want to bring my teenager and I want you to fix them. They're not going to be fixed by the youth ministry. Because they go home and live with you. Are you, are you listening? Or we want, listen carefully, the number one teacher, according to the Bible, in any child's life is the parents. Are you listening? And guess what? Because we've dishonored that blessing, now we've got an educational system that says they don't belong to you, they belong to us. We'll teach them what we want to teach them and ain't nothing you can do about it. What happened? The dishonor for the blessing of being a parent now has disgraced us. Turned the influence of that blessing over to the workings of the devil. Corruption now has intervened. Are, are, you, are you seeing what I'm saying? It's a good thing the lights are bright in my eyes. I can't quite see your face. Now, this is, I, the things that I'm saying to you are not for condemnation purposes. We've all made our mistakes. I couldn't hardly wait until my kids got grown and gone. I said, it's time to go. And I found out they came back multiplied. 
they had kids. <laughs> Are y'all ready to read the, uh, read the Bible? For just a little bit anyway, all right? Listen to what Jesus said out of John chapter, chapter number uh, 5, verse 23. Listen to what Jesus said. That all men, I'm reading out of the modern English version, by the way. That all men, how many? And that includes women too. Talking about mankind. All men should honor the Son. Do you know what he just said? See, we have, because we have not honored Jesus in our society, I'm talking about truly honoring him. Then now we think that there's another way to the Father. We have churches that teach this. They call themselves Christian. If you don't, all men should honor the Son. That means everybody. Just as they honor the Father, he who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Now think about this for a minute. I want you to, I want you to think with me. He's not only talking about the Father Creator, but He's talking about the Son whom the Father, the Creator, sent. So we see a chain of authority here, and He's saying you're to honor this chain of authority. Are you following me? If we dishonor Jesus, we dishonor the Father who sent Him. If we dishonor Jesus, we not only dishonor the Father that sent him, but we dishonor his word. You know what a lot of people think? And if you're really going to be a follower of Jesus, and that's what we're called to be, in fact, the Great Commission is not about getting people to re repeat. Listen carefully. The Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28 is not about getting people to repeat the sinner's prayer. The Great Commission is to make disciples. To learn how to honor and teach people to follow Jesus and His Word. To do so, you've got to honor the chain of command. The chain of authority. Okay. Do you know that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of so-called quote Christians that go to church won't honor a police officer. They think that they're against them. They're not against them, against you. They're just doing their God-given job. Well, say, Pastor Ronnie, you've never been pulled over. Yeah, I've been pulled over and given tickets that weren't just. And I had to go fight and lay my case out. I've had to do that a couple of times. Okay. Just don't forget, law enforcement can make a mistake too. Just like you can make a mistake. How many ever? How many ever? You got to tell the truth right now. 
Tell the truth. You have to participate. How many here today has ever violated one traffic violation? Just one. Just one. The rest of you must not drive. We, we've, it's kind of like this. One time I was talking in class. Listen carefully. I was dishonoring. This is my... I think it was my freshman year in high school. I was dishonoring. Because, you know, you, you hang around people and, you know, you, don't, you think you can bum your way through high school. Okay. So I was talking in class, and the teacher got up there and said, you, you three right over here, y'all talk anymore, I'm going to give you a slip, and you're going to go to the principal's office. Now, back then, back then, you went to the principal's office. More than likely... You're coming out with licks. Okay? And so, I tell you how much I respected the class. I came with my book, but no paper. no paper, Because I didn't intend to listen in class. I tend to, I, my, my whole plan was to clown around. And so I thought, well, I better straighten up. I pushed it about as far as I can push it. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know, there are some Christians like that. Push it as far as far. Pastors are smart. They've been around very long. They know who those people are. None of them are here today. So I pushed about as far as I could. So I thought, well, I better get down to business. She's got some questions up here. I got a copy down off the blackboard. And so I turned to the the guy next to me and I said can you loan me some paper because I don't have no paper and I didn't want to tell her and soon as I turned and said that to him she said I warned you okay and she said come both of you come right on up here and she gave me a, 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 a white piece of paper and she wrote on there, Mr. Rodriguez, the principal, not four, but three. That's all she put on there. So I had to take it, sit in his, outside his office, and I had to turn that in. And he called me in and says, uh, well, I understand that she said you, you were talking in class. She warned you. She said, well, he said, you know what's coming next. Now, do you want to call your parents or you want to take it? Now, I knew better. Three's a whole lot better than ten. My mom and dad wouldn't have beaten me. They wouldn't have done. They wouldn't have done. So I went in there and manned up. This is, this, I had to talk myself into it. And this is my thought. Ronnie? How many times did you not get caught? You deserve this. How many times did you not get caught? Because I was trying to talk to him and say, well, I was just borrowing, trying to borrow a piece of paper. You know, I wanted to do my work. That would have led into a whole other can of worms. 
And he said, just suck it up and take, I'm talking to myself now, take the licks. You don't want to open a can of worms right here. You're, this is just, how many times we've been pulled over by police officers? And we're mad at them. But how many times you snuck through that red light? You drove five to ten miles an hour faster than you should have. How many times did you were in a hurry and you cut somebody off? Uh -oh. Woo, preaching really good right now. You see, we get mad at law enforcement to enforce us to honor the law. Any dishonor becomes a disgrace to me. Anytime I dishonor, it becomes a disgrace. Listen carefully. I'm going to take it. I'm going to shift it to another gear. You married couples better wake up about right here. To have a long, successful marriage is not an accident. You don't just goof your way into it. Okay? It's going to take honor. When you... When you don't, men, especially right now, won't get me any fishing trips right now, but the Bible tells us to honor our wives, listen carefully, as the weaker vessel. It didn't say she was weaker. It says as the weaker vessel. If you don't learn how and to continually, everybody say continually, honor her, that marriage is going to turn out to be a disgrace to you. And what was sent to be a privilege and a blessing now becomes a curse. Woo, hallelujah. I want homemade apple pies from all the ladies. Don't give me no store-bought stuff. I want homemade. If I had to sacrifice a fishing trip, I want a homemade. <laughs> now, I, I, that, that's a two-way street because the previous verses up there says honor one another. Just before you go into that in the book of Ephesians, it says honor one another. She is to honor you as, as the head, head of that household. When that head does not mean that you're bullying everything. That's not what it means. We don't, we're, not, we're not talking too much about marriage. We're talking about honor, but she's to honor you, but you're to honor her. And when there's not this mutual understanding and this mutual respect, there's going to be a disgrace to this union. And what you once valued and hold in high esteem now becomes... A curse. And that's why when you go to work, you'll hear men complain about their wife at home and call them, well, you know, the old, the old hen, the old... You know what I'm saying? The old lady, that kind of stuff. What, what are you doing? 
Well, you're trying to honor yourself in front of your cohorts. And you're disgracing your blessing. You're dishonoring it. And it's going to come back to bite you. Because it has a consequence associated. Now, when you honor her or him, when you honor your spouse, this is what happens. When their unions, their marriages fall apart, you've got something that sticks with you, someone that sticks with you that still thinks you're handsome when you're old. Hello? Now, I don't know if Pastor Zorman tells me when I'm handsome, you know, when she says that, if she's not trying to call things that be not as though they were. But, you follow what I'm saying? And then, then, then it starts disgracing, and this, it, it, as you disgrace, then you start talking like the world, and, and you're disgracing that union, and this, guess what happens? Then you start looking elsewhere. Now listen carefully. This is what happens. People start looking on the other side of the fence. The grass is greener. But I have found out through dealing with people through the years that that grass on the other side of the fence is artificial turf. Hello? You follow? There's something holy, if you'll treat it like this, it's called holy matrimony for a reason. Now listen carefully. I didn't say the world's matrimony. I said holy matrimony. Now they, the, their matrimony, you could marry a goose. Okay? And they call that matrimony. But the Bible definition of holy matrimony is exactly that. It's holy. It's sacred. It's honorable. It's honorable. Everybody say honorable. That means it's to be prized. It's to be valued, held in high esteem. And the, the, the de degradation of our generation now has demeanored that, and that's why you're having all kinds of relationships that are outside of holy matrimony, and it's producing all the wrong results, and now we're trying to get rid of the consequence because now it, that, what, what God calls a blessing, now you're calling a curse. And so now we have a whole group of people in recent days now that are dishonoring even the freedoms that we have in our country because they think that they don't want Roe versus Wade turned over. Now listen carefully. We appreciate in this generation and hold high esteem baby whales. Any kind of animal, you listen, any kind of animal you mistreat, you go to jail. But you can kill that baby up to birth. And we want to know why our society's in trouble. We've dishonored the Word of God. 
Now let me ask you a question. Did God create you or did you, did you create yourself? See, you came from God no matter how, how, what your parents, whether they did it right or did it wrong, no matter how they got you here, God put breath in you. They didn't. You need to honor life. You need to value living. No wonder we have people that want to commit suicide. They don't know how because of the atmosphere. They don't know how to value life. And it's a whole culture out here we're, we're having to deal with. Okay? You that are here today and you that are viewing by live stream, you have made step towards honoring God by being here, thinking it's valuable. You follow? You, 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 you've made it a priority to be here. You could have slept in this morning. You could have went fishing. But guess what? You decided to be here because you did. God says now you're moving in the direction where the blessing of honor can come upon you and reward you handsomely. But listen carefully. You have to understand it's a lifelong pursuit. It's not something that's a one-time job. I don't honor my parents because I obeyed them once. All right. We're almost through for today. I do want you to turn one place. Go with me to Mark. Chapter 6. Mark chapter 6, and we'll just read, uh, we'll read through verses uh, 1 through 6. Again, I'm reading out of the modern English version. Listen to this. He went away from there, speaking of Jesus, he went away from there and came into his own country. And his disciples followed him. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogues, and many hearing him were astonished, saying. Now, what were they astonished? They were astonished at what he read. Luke gives us a clue in Luke chapter 4, what he read. He found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, uh, set the captives free, to heal the brokenhearted, and so on and so forth. He closed the book, and then he turned around and said, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. And they were astonished that he would make such a statement. Listen carefully. And they began to say, where did this man get this? What is this wisdom that he is given him that even miracles are done by his hands? They're questioning it. Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simeon and and uh, are not his sisters here with us? That just lets you know Jesus had sisters. For all you sisters out there, Jesus had sisters. Okay. Uh, and he says, aren't they with us? And they took, they did what? They took 
offense at his words. They took offense. Listen, if you go to a church where there's preaching going on from the word of God and it doesn't challenge you, hello, hello, like my algebra teacher did, then you're going to a useless church. It has to be challenged because your flesh loves the easy way out. It loves to pat eating six donuts in a row. It, 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 it will justify drinking coffee when it messes up your digestive system. Hello. And then it will make statements like, well, I thought you was a man of faith. Can't you drink that coffee? See, that wasn't God talking to me. That was my flesh that the devil was using to try to justify me not to pay attention and honor the words of someone that gave me wisdom. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. We do this all the time. How many of you ever had the attitude, just hurry Say what you're going to say. See, that's the, way, that's the way I've always been. And, and God's had to help me. He's corrected me in the last, you know, probably decade of my life. But that was my attitude early on in my life. Say what you're going to say. Chew me out if you want to chew me out. But when you get through, I'm going to do what I want to anyway. Do you know that's what most of the counseling is? They say, I got, I, got to, I got to talk to you, Pastor Ron. I got to talk to you. I, I, I need counseling. I need counseling. So you, we, we make an appointment, have counseling. When you get through, you're going to go right out that door and do whatever you want to. What you came for counseling for was to try to get me to justify what you want to do. Then when you go out there and do it, oh, Pastor Ronnie, can you pray for me? No, you dishonored everything that we went through and you went out there and did what you wanted to do and because you did, now there's a consequence associated with it. Hello? Exactly the way I did to the doctor. Woo, man, I'm preaching really good. You know, second thought, I may take up a second offering. Let me give you the last, last part. They took offense at him, and Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives and his own house. In other words, they were questioning him because we know who you are, Jesus. We used to play tag with you on the street corner. And we know who you are. How dare you get up there and say the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. We watched you grow up. We watched you make that furniture. We know Joseph is your dad. We know all about you and your brothers and your sisters. And how dare you come into this synagogue and say the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And because they did that, watch what happened. He could not do any miracles there, although they had heard of the miracles other places. It didn't say he would not. He said he could not. 
the dishonor stopped him and held back the miracle working power of God. Except he laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them. Now, what does that mean? He laid his hands on a few sick folks and healed them. What does that mean? It means just people that had light illnesses. No, no notable miracles could be done there. Just, you know, maybe a faint headache or something like that. But no, no, no notable miracles. Jesus was there to do a notable miracles. The power was available, but the dishonor disgraced the appointment. Are you following? Disgraced it. See, you got to get past all that stuff. Jesus went away from there and he was amazed at their unbelief. I can't peep. He said, man, I just, this is just amazing. I give you some good news, Jesus saying to himself. I give you some good news and you reject it. You would rather have the bad news because you're looking at the vessel. Man, hallelujah. Listen, when I buy a Coke, I don't buy it for the can. Anybody here? I buy it for the content. Why? Because what's valuable is what's on the inside. I want you to get this. This is where I'm going to close. I want you to get this. If you have a preconceived idea about the vessel, it can cause you to miss the content. Now, let, I'm going to make another statement. It's going to be bold. I told you I'm quitting. When you let the world judge the vessel by the tint of the skin, you will dishonor the content. And the world's political system does not want that resolved. They want to keep it stirred up because it brings division. Jesus did something about it, and that's why Paul said in the New Testament, no, no man after the flesh, but after the spirit. The spirit holds the content, not the outward appearance. Are you listening? I don't know why God chose a redneck minority in San Antonio to minister to the majority of the Hispanic population. But he did. Are you following me? I've had some people leave because I'm just not too Hispanic enough. You're missing it. You're missing it. You're missing it. You're missing it. It's the content of the Word of God. It is not... 
the container. What does the world tell you? The world tells you, why are you going over there, that gringo pastor? Why are you going over there? Don't you know that all gringos think they're superior? No, if I thought I was superior, I wouldn't stay around ministering to you. Are, are you following what I'm saying? You see the attitude? That attitude is of the world system and it blocks people from the miraculous that's made available to them by the content that's in the spirit realm. Stand up with me. We're going to stop right there. Glory to God. Hallelujah is right. Let's praise the Lord just a moment. Worship him for just a minute. We got a couple of minutes, I, I want, I, I, and I'll, I'll dismiss you when I'm through. But I'm not going to disobey God for the convenience of your flesh. Let's just worship the Lord for a moment. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we worship you. We praise you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Jesus, we thank you. Lord, we won't disgrace what you've done by dishonoring your word. We're going to honor your word. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want every, this, this, I, I want every man here. Well, let me just put it this way. If your name's Robert in any form, you may be going by Bob and your name's Robert, whatever. If your name's Robert, I want you to come up here right now. All the Roberts, come on up here. Anybody out by the name Robert? Maybe it's viewing by live stream. Anybody in here by the name of Robert? No Roberts? Huh? Well, come on. Come on. You stand up here for him. Your name is your husband? Name Robert? Come on. Anybody else? Maybe you got a relative. It doesn't. It, it, his name's Robert. It's amazing how how the ladies show up. Do you have a brother named Robert? Okay. You got you got somebody named Robert? Yeah. Well, come stand up here for him. You that are viewing by live stream, your name Robert. If you can stand, stand right where you're at. If you can't stand and you know you're you're immobile to do so, then then make a make some way to reverence this moment. Glory to God. Lift your hands right now for them. Glory be to God. Father, I don't know why you called out Robert, but you do. Lord, right now, all the Roberts that are represented here in this building and through live stream, we pray over them right now in the name of Jesus. We stand in the gap for them. We thank you, Lord, that you bring salvation to the Roberts that need salvation. You bring deliverance to the Roberts that need deliverance, healing 
to every Robert that is represented here in the name of Jesus. Devil, we speak to you in the authority of the name of Jesus in every dimension of Roberts that are represented here. Spirit, soul, and body, we command you in the name of Jesus to take your hands off of their bodies, their minds, and their spirits. Your influence this day is broken. And the light of the glorious gospel to shine on them like you'd shined on Saul of Tarsus. As he went to persecute the church, you interrupted his path. Father, we thank you right now that you're going to interrupt every Robert that is represented here. If they're going in the wrong direction, you're going to interrupt it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Now somebody is saying, well, is it just the Roberts? Is that all God wants to deal with? No. No. Glory to God. You've got something right now. Yourself. Personally, yourself. Right now, honor the presence of God and honor the word spoken. If you can't look up here and I aggravate you because of the vessel, close your eyes. Don't concentrate on me. The Spirit of God is here and He wants to do something right here. If you are believing, and let me, let me rephrase that. If you need want or desire, desire God's supernatural, miraculous ability to work in your life, something that maybe you have been so used to and so comfortable with that you've made yourself comfortable with that misery, then stick up your hand real quick. Let's get this dealt with. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We honor you. You're here. You're here. Your presence is here to do the miraculous, notable miracles, God invent interventions. Father, right now, we honor your word. Thank you right now, Father, your miraculous ability and power is loosed. Lord, we lay hold of it. Hold it dear. We pay attention. Lord, we mark this moment in our minds and in our hearts. God was here. Glory be to God. We take hold of your miraculous power by paying attention to your word and giving honor to it. Lord, we thank you right now as we lay hold of it by faith. A grace is going to be released on our behalf. Glory be to God. To intervene in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Now, 
begin to thank God as if he put it into your hand this moment. Just like somebody walked up and handed you $10,000, you would thank them. Well, this is what you do right now for this miracle. You lay hold of it by learning to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for my miracle. I thank you for my healing. I thank you for my deliverance. I thank you, Lord, for your intervention. I lay hold of it. I want to say thank you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, I want to say this to you. Don't let this be the only time you thank God. See, you are reminding God that you received it every time you take, say thank you for it. You follow me? I thank you for it. I, I, I take it. I thank you for it. I've been many times that God has healed me. Walking up and down in the halls of our house. Just saying, and hurting, hurting badly. Just saying, thank you, Lord. By your stripes, I am the healed. I thank you for it, Lord. I thank you for it, Lord. I thank you for it. I thank you for it, Lord. I thank you. I just want to know. I want you to know I thank you. And just hurting really bad. But you know what? After I showed God that I really believed that he's healing me, the healing started manifesting. Pain started leaving. Symptoms started going. Glory to God. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Now, I'm fixing to pray over you. But listen, before I dismiss you, this is important. How many here in the last year, let's, say it that, let's put it that way, that we prayed this ending prayer, that God intervened and kept tragedy from you. How many? I want to know. Okay. Sometimes we take this part for granted, and I don't want you to do that. I want you to honor. Honor God. Honor God. God has intervened. I, I don't know how many times. I, 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 we're going to start having more and more testimonies about that. And it's a simple prayer. But don't you take it for granted. Don't you... Hey, hang on to it, all right? Father, we thank you right now. Thank you for your grace surrounding us like a shield, following us everywhere we go. Lord, we thank you. Say this with me. I thank you, Jesus, that I can hear your voice and the voice of another I will not follow. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead. Yeah, say it with me. Thank you, Jesus that you've given your angels charge over me, my family, my property, and my goods. You've given me your name to use, which I invoke right now, and I declare in the name of Jesus, there'll be no tragedy 
named among us. Thank you, Jesus, for your love filling me so full that as I go into my everyday life, every person I come in contact with, will your love will lose out of me and touch them. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Don't forget to bring somebody that's in law enforcement next Sunday. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.